1, 46b through 55. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength in his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy according to the promise he has made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. This is the word of the Lord. The first Christmas song I heard this year was Joy to the World. I almost didn't recognize it. I had gone to Yonkers to buy some underwear (laughs) and was making my way through the socks and the t-shirts and the belts and it dawned on me that the the speakers were piping out the Muzak version of Joy to the World. It sounded awful, not so much because of the horrible Muzak production, but also because it was being produced out of season. This was at least two weeks before Thanksgiving, and I hadn't even had a piece of pumpkin pie yet, no turkey, no dressing. So what's the hurry to pipe out joy to the world in the middle of November when all I needed was new underwear? We are in such a hurry. But what Advent does is it asks us to slow down. Slow down so that we can pay attention to the goodness that is all around us. Just two weeks ago, Laura and I were in Davenport doing some errands and we sat at a red light at a busy intersection. And I saw the light turned green and I began to move my foot from the brake pedal to the gas pedal, but before I could begin to actually accelerate, the car behind me honked at me. I wasn't moving fast enough. And later that same week, Laura was taking the kids to school. She had them all loaded up, including Sophia in her car seat, and as she was pulling out of the driveway, onto Leroy Street, a car comes barreling around the corner, past her as she was backing out, and Laura was surprised and honked her horn, and so the lady in the other car stuck her hand out of the window and gave Laura and our children the one-finger salute all the way down the street until they turned onto Barry, as if to say, have a nice day at school, kids. And not too long ago, I was in my car at an intersection here in Muscatine, and it's one of those intersections where the cross street has the right of way, 
So we all sit there and watch the cars go by until there is an opening for us to enter onto the street. And as I sat there, I saw a man in a car being very impatient with the car in front of him. They both were waiting to turn left onto our street, but apparently this man in this car thought that the truck in front of him was not moving really fast enough. I could see his mouth moving as if he was saying, come on, move on, move on. And his head was moving and his hands were waving. He was angry at the truck in front of him, clearly not moving when he thought the truck should move. Finally, the traffic cleared and the truck turned left and so did the man in the car behind the truck. And he came around the corner gunning as far as, as fast as he could to hurry along his way. And as I passed, as he passed me, I recognized him as someone who used to go to church here. And even me the other day, certainly I am not without fault. I was on my way to Iowa City in early November, and just at the county line, just this side of the county line on Highway 22, I met a representative of the Muscatine County Sheriff's Office. He was very nice to me and even issued me a white slip of paper to remember our time together. <laughs> and even more recently, I was in such a hurry to get home after doing some shopping at Hy-Vee, I turned into the wrong driveway. <laughs> we are in such a hurry. But what Advent does is it asks us to slow down. Slow down so that we can pay attention to all the goodness that is around us. What are we in such a hurry for? Where is it that we are going? And when we get there, do we really expect things to be that much different than they are now? As Christians who sincerely want to practice our faith, and we all here on a morning like this, I believe that we do want to practice our faith and to make it real. We make one simple and very radical claim that God is with us. The presence of Jesus is all around us. So the problem is not that God may not show up, the problem is that we may not notice. So that's what Advent is for. If God is all around us, if the kingdom of God is right here in our presence right now, then why do we have to be in such a hurry to get somewhere else? How can we pay attention unless we slow down? And how can we slow down unless we learn to say no? As Alex and I sat and planned our sermons for this month for Advent, we took our cue from Glenn McDonald, who at the lecture that we went to in November where he said that there are four marks of a Christian and the two of those, the first two are slowing down, and paying attention. 
And I think perhaps this is why many of us, especially on a morning like today, many of us come to church for this very reason. This may be the one hour this week where you can intentionally slow down and not have to be on, not have to do anything and perform and achieve, but you can sit and waste your time in the presence of the living God. What a gift. What a simple and radical claim that we make each and every Sunday. So for those of you who find yourselves overworked, overstressed, and anxious about how you will get everything done, I invite you to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Is this really what God would have me do in this moment in time? And if the answer that you get back is not so much, then pray for the courage that God can give you to say no. And as you reevaluate your schedule in this prayerful way, the next step is to ask yourself, so where is God in the moment with me right here? I really believe that we have to have the courage to say no, but we also have the powerful tool to pray that prayer. God, is this what you would have me to do right now? And God, help me find you in this moment. And I'm also aware that there are many of you who find yourself amidst great transition and change. Perhaps some of you sitting here today may look back on the beginning of 2010, just 11 and a half months ago, and you may not even recognize the life that you had back then. Or maybe you had to make some tough decisions about your health or your family or your future. And my prayer for you is that you will find yourself in the story of young Mary that Meredith read who found herself in the midst of tremendous change, an unwed mother, a teenage unwed mother in that time could have been stoned to death. But she had the courage to stop and sing that song. She had to say no to what she was expecting of her own life so that she could say yes to what God wanted to do through her in her life. I look at Mary and I look at myself and I look at many of us today. And I think what the song that she sings teaches us is that we don't have to have it all figured out. We don't have to know what things will be like even tomorrow. And we don't have to occupy every waking minute with some form of busyness. 
God is asking you and me to slow down. Slow down so that we may pay attention to what God is already doing in our lives. And I think when we do slow down, and when we find the courage to say no when that is necessary, and when we pray that prayer of God, how can I help, how can you help me find where you are already working right now? Then I think we can join with Mary and sing those wonderful words, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. I ask you to spend a few moments now with those words.